0: Hey y'all! Welcome to Yam Talk. These are your hosts, Angie Yams and Jasmine. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. If not, welcome back. Hey Jas- y'all. Hey Jasmine. Hey. <laughs> How you doing?
1: I'm I'm doing it. How you doing? You doing it? And I like that. <laughs> We out here, y'all. I feel all like I right. that every time, but we is out here.
0: It <laughs> is I'm how I'm out here scratching and surviving, girl.
1: Yes, 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 yes. That's
0: it. I'm just living, just trying to make it to another day. That, I'm being real dramatic right now. Don't hate me.
1: You <laughs> it <laughs> seem like tomorrow is gonna be real rough. Like, girl, relax. You all right? <laughs> well, I got clients tomorrow, so it's a busy day. <laughs>
0: Yeah, what do I have to do tomorrow? Um,
1: I don't got. I don't think I'm going grocery shopping. Like I, I gotta chill out. Like I think I'm, I'm buying also getting my first tattoo tomorrow <gasps> you stop it i've never gotten one and i'm nervous
0: <gasps> i don't have any tattoos either i just love piercings
1: what are you
0: oh my gosh what you, can you tell me what you're getting or you want to wait till like after the show i'm gonna
1: wait after um because there's a possibility i'm gonna check it out <laughs> okay but well, i will i will mention it
0: we'll chat oh my gosh <laughs> i love this
1: for you Ah, uh, really excited uh,
0: uh
1: friend i just wanted to i just want to mention before we get into our em fact i talk about my best friend on this a lot and she doesn't fucking listen to the podcast so <laughs> sis what you doing i know i asked her the other day i said did you listen to episode she goes jasmine i'm not listening to that why not she's like because everything i say on here i tell her she's That's like i have to listen to it twice oh <laughs> so like
0: like my good good girlfriend's I think maybe like two, two of them listen, but the other ones don't, because I think for the same reason, they're like, and you're going to talk about this anyway. And I already know, (laughs) I already know your thoughts on sex and stuff. I'm like, dang, just give me a listen. You know, Sheesh. Yeah,
1: she literally, she's like, she's like, literally, I'll talk about it. She said, you plan this stuff like a week in advance and i already heard it like three times oh film it
0: (laughs) don't do me friend (laughs)
1: but that's my best friend oh
0: best friend hey best friend she might listen to this one or they might listen to this one so hey best friend
1: yeah if she listens i'll send this one to her we'll see if she listens
0: oh you know what else i think like people you like least expect that you tell the that no you do a podcast they listen because folks i always found out like "Oh, oh i love the podcast i'm like You know, I have a, you know, I have a podcast. Okay.
1: Okay. This was like, maybe at this point, four or five episodes ago. Okay. Someone told me um and we like you know we drop on Wednesday or whatever and someone told me like after uh, pretty soon after we dropped the episode and they were like yeah you sound really good they text me some something similar to that and I was like what are you talking about
0: yeah um
1: and they were like your podcast and I was like oh I didn't know you listened to it and then they said something along the lines of I support you even if you don't know it and I was like it it sat with me funny because I was like why the fuck would you tell me this now? Do you want to be applauded for the fact that you listen to my podcast? Relax. That's what sat with me. That was my initial thought, but I think they meant that in a good way. But initially I was like, so why the fuck are you telling me this? Yeah. Like continue to be a silent supporter. Like what am I supposed to <laughs> applaud you for supporting me? Thank you. And I'm appreciative. I appreciate it. Yeah. But like, what's the purpose of telling me? Continue to be a silent supporter. Oh, well, that's kind of sweet though. <laughs> We already talked about how I got a weird way of looking at the world, so I'm glad. I think everyone else in the world thinks it's sweet to me. It was not. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my goodness, interesting. You know who listens to who listened to a couple of my episodes and threw me off? Ooh. My brother, <laughs> my older brother. He's like, "Angie, hey, sound real good. Keep up the good work." I'm like, <laughs> "You're like brother. I'm talking about sex." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, but thankfully I'm not like I at least I think I'm not super like, I don't, I don't give everything away. You know, like I'm not talking about like, yeah, like it in my butt. Like I'm not going deep <laughs> like that. Like, I'm not. Yeah, so no, it's it's not, I don't think it's vulgar. I feel like how we are on here is tasteful, you know, and it's adult and it's, it's not wild. So, but I was like, Dan, you just don't know. Cause I didn't, I didn't tell my family members about it. Like my sister knows, I don't know how he found out because like my my real name name like my last name and stuff isn't associated with it so I'm like how did you know like
1: yeah how did you, how did
0: you come across it you know what I mean so
1: yeah I told and, my parents but they said they won't listen <laughs> uh, <laughs> they said they said that's not for us I said yes that's okay I really don't want it to be nah, for you
0: leave it alone Uh, uh-uh. so I don't think I'm gonna tell my parents they like me just doing uh Sex, like studying sex Mm -hmm.
1: education
0: was like...
1: That's going to be a podcast episode. That's going to be the next one. Okay. It was like when people find out we study sex and our families and what's that
0: like? So we'll leave. So I won't even go into that, but yeah. So (laughs) that's.
1: You will go into our yam (laughs) back.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's jump into that. So y'all know we like to start off every episode with the fact about yams. So did you know that yams are a root vegetable? Did you know that?
1: I did not know that
0: yeah it's like a root so now I'm thinking like ginger is a root
1: mm, turnips are root vegetables
0: they're roots too so are yams mm, I you know what I, sweet potato are, are potatoes roots
1: I honestly don't know I honestly I think, really don't know
0: I don't think potatoes are roots that's why like sweet potatoes and yams are different. Don't quote me on that, but
1: <laughs> you're like this is how I feel. I don't really know. That's how
0: I feel and it makes sense to me. I don't think everything that grows underground is a root. Like is a carrot a root?
1: I don't think so. I always associated root vegetables with like starchy vegetables. Like mm-hmm. carrot isn't considered a high starch
0: mm-hmm. whereas
1: yams are um turnips are that is and and that's just the way i've seen it it doesn't mean that that's the truth and how science sees it
0: no and this is what i also think about a root they have like a tough skin Mm -hmm. that you gotta peel off before you get to like the flesh of the vegetable yeah Yeah. and turnips have that roots have uh, roots lord ginger is like that yam is like that hmm Interesting. The more you know, y'all. The more you know. (laughs) The more you know. Look Look at us. We're like like scientists over here. Yeah,
1: right? (laughs) Do you want to introduce our topic for today? Surely. So, y'all,
0: dating in the pandemic. Oh, wait. Because we're still in a pandemic. Let's be clear.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Corona is still out there.
1: And I
0: could think about. Like when the pandemic first happened and it was just, it was just something. So like,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, like now I look at life as, as post COVID, you know, like life from like 2020 on is just like, it's so different to me than the way it was before 2020, because it's like, even like with outside starting to open back up dating is different than it was back then and that's what we're talking about but like everything like going to the grocery store is different traveling is different you know it's always it's not gonna it's never gonna be the way it was yeah so dating 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 has evolved i feel like how you meet people now is just super different like the the dating sites are, are it, you know, internet dating is, is the wave. Like how else are you going to meet people? That's what folks say. And like FaceTime dates are a thing. Zoom Mm -hmm. dates are a thing.
1: Which I think are cute. I love FaceTime, Zoom dates, please. Someone FaceTime, Zoom date me. I think that's so adorable.
0: That's a thing. Like you know, um, I don't know if it's still a, a a thing people have, or if Netflix is still doing it. But remember, they were having like Netflix parties where you could yes, um.
1: Yes, that was so cute. My friends and I did things like that, where we would watch the same episode of a show or a movie and like be on Facetime together. That's a thing now. We were so cute. We were so cute. Uh,
0: that's My wild
1: name. to me. Hey, oh. I think and I think so personally. I can't speak for any of experience. So I like to think because I do not think the pandemic's over. That's just my I know some people will disagree. I like to think of it as like early pandemic, mid-pandemic, and current phase of the pandemic. I like that. So I think of the early pandemic when I think of it from March 2020, which is when I feel like in my state, we shut down. Uh March 2020, I would say until I would honestly say until December, 2020, that's when I would consider that for me is early pandemic. And there's like, if I had to divide it into more categories, there are. Mm -hmm. 2020 is when the vaccine came out and I would label December, 2020 until personally, I would say roughly about August, 2021, I consider mid pandemic and everything from there is you know, current pandemic. That's how I view it in my eyes. How I dated was okay. different during these time periods too. Yes. Early pandemic, I wasn't dating. And at the time I lived with family. And okay. I had a lot of I I lived in a I lived with my family. There were six of us in the house and only one of us was not immunocompromised. Okay. So I was not going out. I was not seeing people. Mm-mm. I wasn't doing anything. During this time, I had sex with one person. And okay. I up and I did a one night kind of thing, ghosted them afterwards for a variety of reasons. Do what you gotta uh, do, sis. But that was one time. And that was like the end of summer. And I made them take precautions before I went to their house. And the mm-hmm. whole time I left, I left the house and I was like, oh my goodness, I hope I don't bring anything back to my people." I was so anxious about it but early pandemic Mar I didn't do and then when I, I would go on dates and I would only go on dates outside and at oh, park mm-hmm. that was my thing there was like one particular park I used to go to and I was like a regular there because that's where I like <laughs> like dates and my current one of my current partners um that was our first date at this park oh and, and we talk about that all the time they're like where are you talk about like that was our first date at this park and we were there for like like three four hours <laughs> they actually the park got shut down and closes at dark and we almost got locked in like, oh my
0: gosh yeah, yeah, they, yeah.
1: They, they lock up where the cars are mm-hmm. um and we were almost unable to get our cars we were walking back and like we just lost track of time we we're having such a great time talking Aww. to each other we're walking back and security is like hey where are your cars and we're like over there and he goes oh that's great because i was about to lock y'all in
0: oh my goodness
1: yeah, but it was Aww. it was great. But that that was so that was the dating I did like early pandemic. Um, I also at that time um, all my dates were again were outside. I went on a hike. I there was one guy I went on a date with. Uh, went on hikes with them. Um, you know I used to make people take their temperature before they came in my house. Um, and and it was every time, not like one time. I used to like really make them unless. And there, that I went on a hike with this guy, and that was our first date. And he was, he was even more strict than I was about the pandemic and and things. And and that was it. Like I barely left my house. I was still working from home almost full time. Yeah, I wasn't doing it. Dating was different.
0: Yeah, I agree. I I like the way you broke it up, but I feel like for me, I was. I was trying to get to know people because I was home because before the before the pandemic really took off, Mm -hmm. I I worked a lot. Well, dang, I work a lot now, but 2020, yep. I wasn't working a lot because of the pandemic. So I had nothing but idle time to just be online and get to know a bunch of different people. And that's why I spent the bulk of my time doing that. So I was a bad pandemic person because I would go out and hang out with folks like oh, you were one of those people I was I was that person like I would go out hang out with people like you know we I couldn't go to like restaurants and stuff so we will meet up like me and this guy did a Target date like we went to Target oh, and bought wait, some stuff cute. this other guy like what do we do like we just I think we went to like a park you know or you know like going out and hanging out with people at their houses and stuff like that like I was just really out and about you know like <laughs> it's wild during the pandemic and then thankfully mm-hmm. knock on all the wood I haven't gotten uh COVID where I feel like I should have because I was really out here getting to know a lot of people and yep. meeting different people and ooh wee, you know so um yeah that was me for the beginning of the pandemic like your thing so like I would I would call call the beginning of the pandemic for me. It was like from March uh, 2020 to about when did I slow down? March 2020 to about October 2020 okay, I was everywhere that summer chatting meeting everybody. Then from like October 2020 to about dang. 2021 was last year. Mm -hmm. October 2020 to about. Dang till about, let's say like June, 2021. I was, we can call that mid pandemic, but I had at that point I had slowed down. So I Mm -hmm. was just like, you know what? I'm cause I started working again back Mm in, back in school. Well, I wasn't in school the whole time, but like internships and everything Mm -hmm. I had to slow down. So like, We can call that mid-pandemic. And I was really only, like, just chatting and and kicking it with one person. Yeah. Then June 2021, I feel like that's when outside really started to open back up. Like, Mm. bars and stuff. Like, yeah, we were socially distanced. But, and you had to wear a mask when you were outside at, like, you know, different settings. But you could go out and do stuff. So, like, June 2021, up until now, you know. Yeah. I've been a little bit more mixy. But I'm still, <laughs> I still
1: don't have time like yeah. I did in the beginning of the pandemic yeah. to really. Oh, I feel like there was an abundance of time in the, and I don't know where, cause 24 hours in a day, but like there was so much time. I got so much done. Yeah, I, I, I cannot recreate that productivity. And it wasn't like I was stressed at all. I just was, I was doing a lot. I, I, I was doing the complete opposite
0: i wasn't doing anything i was just on the apps talking to people eating ordering everything i've ordered everything on uber eats i've eaten everything in the in north philadelphia i have eaten because of uber eats you
1: know that's so funny i used to go on two-hour walks because i had so much time and i didn't know what else to do on my time. if
0: i if i knew what i knew now if i could go back in time I would have gotten in shape during early pandemic. My best shape. Baby, I gained all of the weight. Like I
1: just ate and ate and just that's okay. That's your body was sustaining you through a pandemic. So give it some grace and tell thank you, body, for keeping me safe throughout this pandemic.
0: She all right, but like I really was doing (laughs) the most. I was doing like, I was just, I was being, I was gluttonous during that time. Like, I was just eating to eat because I had nothing to do but talk to these people from these apps and sit in the house and not get sick. Because also, with me living in North Philly, yes, I'm, that's where I live at, y'all. Like, during, uh, the pandemic that's when the whole George Floyd thing happened mm-hmm. and when and when you live in communities like mine it got really spicy out here like yes. they were putting us on curfews helicopters were like like riding low mm-hmm. people were blowing up and ambu- not ambulances lord they people were blowing up atm machines yeah. riots were happening so
1: listen i wish someone blew up an atm near me i would have definitely taken some of that money
0: listen they did it in like it was dumb like they blew up a couple like I used to when I walked my dog I would see I'm like y'all really blew this thing up it was just (laughs) you please tell me you got some of that money there was no money there I so they would do it at nighttime like late overnight and it would be so scary because you're sleeping and you hear these big booms and you're like what's going on oh it's just someone blowing up an ATM it
1: was wild people got some money from that I don't know I I don't gotten some of that money i wish i had gotten some of that money it would have been nice but i i can't i don't know so
0: it was just really it was scary during that time so like if i wasn't in the house eating or talking to them people that's all i was focused on was trying to live because we you didn't know what was going to happen like at my grocery store like my local the ones close to me the national guard was out there with like big oh. old
1: guns like it
0: was really bad during the beginning of the pandemic um so it was just a wild time but um,
1: with all that going on it's also hard to date like you had to decide like what's going on and I so this is how I determine if someone was dateable for me and I didn't date many people in early pandemic I realistically I I know I say I have a lot of partners and I've talked about my partners, but I didn't date many of my partners. Let's just be transparent there. Yeah. Um, I My partners and I were like, and a partner, if I was dating them, it was like, where do I want to go? What do I want to do? Where do I feel comfortable? I didn't feel comfortable going into the first restaurant I went to and sat in I don't think that happened until 2021. Wow. Okay. Summer of 2021 is when I started sitting back in restaurants and I used to do takeout. I didn't, i like, I, it was a thing for me, like, Around that time, it was like um, a lot of Asian hate, which was not okay. Um, There was a lot of like going on. And so I made it a habit to order once a week from a restaurant, particularly restaurants I liked because I wanted them to have business. So, Mm -hmm. and I thought this pandemic, I was like, it's six weeks. If it's not six weeks, it's 12. If it's not 12, it's like a year. That was my mindset. That was my mindset. And I was like, I love these restaurants. I want to sit in them when they come back. So I was like, I want to make sure they still have business. So I made it a thing once a week I ordered out. I, that was my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I made sure that was my thing. Um, but I was just ordering. I wasn't going to restaurants. I wasn't eating in restaurants. It took me until 2021. Wow. That's fair. I mean, I get it. It
0: was scary. And
1: dating was hard. So like people would be like, let's go out to this restaurant to eat. And I'd be like, I don't feel comfortable. And then I would get, I would get one of two responses. One would be COVID's not real. So like, you don't have to be that scared or COVID is better where, than where it was. So you don't have to be as scared. And neither one of those answers were what I believed because I believed COVID was real and it was still very dangerous. And I did not want to have it or get it or pass it. And again, remember I lived with immunocompromised yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was not, I was always worried that I'm going to bring it in. Mm-hmm. now things are a little different now like I go to the, I actually canceled my gym membership during this time because I was like I'm not going into a gym but now I go to the gym again yeah. I will go on dates if someone said like let's go to a restaurant mm-hmm. I have no problem going to restaurants now mm-hmm. but early pandemic that wasn't a thing I wasn't I dating, dating that made dating hard so it's either like and, and again I lived with people so I couldn't invite people over so my choices were like go out and do a park date or something out in the community And maybe we'll eat food and do a picnic or go to your house. And I wasn't going. And I, even without a pandemic, I don't really go to people's houses like that. That's Mm -hmm. not my thing. So I was really limited in terms of dating in that way.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel you. It was, it was a scary time, but your girl here was fearless and was really out (laughs) in the streets.
1: You were out there. I I was out. I was, I was. You were
0: mixy. I was mixy. Definitely mixy. I was really out talking to different people and getting to know people because we all
1: was hor- w- home. We all were home. <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to say we were all horny because I was going to be like, yes, we were. That too. We were all
0: horny. We were horny, horny out
1: there. Woo, yeah. And bored.
0: You know what I need to do? I need to take my time when I talk. I just get excited and just be like, like take your time. So we all were home,
1: horny, and bored. So it was Preach. just like- oh yeah then I don't know if you remember or if you knew at one point there was like so there's supply shortages of everything you know groceries toilet paper I used to do all my grocery shopping at seven like seven or eight o'clock in the morning so I can like not so I can get it as soon as the stores open and start getting food and things like that um but there was like a shortage of like vibrators and like self-pleasure toys and I remember saying oh because now everyone's home and they're horny and they are just pleasuring themselves but I remember hearing about that and I was like oh my god like yeah I mean there's you know, a shortage like- of everything but that was not something I expected there to be a shortage of I
0: remember I remember that as well like on Amazon um like they were interviewing like folks who worked at Amazon and they were like there's so many orders for sex toys like and y'all want it on prime and they were stressed out it was really funny <laughs> yeah it was like, a, it was a time out here
1: I mean, I don't blame them, you know, stay safe. Do what you got to do. You're horny. Just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean you're not going to be horny.
0: No, not uh, at all. So I get
1: that. I'm not upset with them. But I remember reading that and I was like, I can't believe there's a shortage of sex toys.
0: It was, it was a wild time. But dating was, I feel like I had fun. I got to know a bunch of different people. You know, I learned more what I want in a situation. And at that time, I wasn't really dating for long term I was just like and eh, we're gonna have some yeah. fun you know it's it's yeah. fun and unfortunately or probably fortunately I don't talk to anybody that I talked to during that time like we all just fell off and yeah. it, and that was that but um there's one guy though that I, I talked to during that time he like he's been like commenting like i don't post on social me- media nearly as much as i should mm-hmm. but like when i do post or like post
1: stories they're always like hey blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and i'm just like if you don't let him slide into your dms and talk to him a little bit he, even when even during the
0: pandemic he was super like i would let's hang out let's meet up and he'd be like no no, no,
1: That's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, he was like he was kind of scary. I think he probably was on that type of time. Like, listen, I don't know where you've been at, but this pandemic is the real deal, and you're not about to get me sick. So, like, I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe he had a girlfriend, or maybe he's married. I, he was married. Who knows? But
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't know nowadays.
1: You're like, right? You're right. You don't. There is no way of knowing. You just
0: uh, don't know. But maybe i'll maybe i'll I'll hit him up and see if he wants to hang out.
1: I will say during the pandemic, I met. So I'm trying to think, there are two people that I met during the pandemic that I do not talk to anymore. One person I don't talk to anymore because we were talking for like, okay, for the record, we talked for like five months, and I thought that this guy was great. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I was like, this is where I am in my life. And and he was trying to get in the similar career, was going to school, was trying to do his part. Mm -hmm. And I was like, here, I'm established in my career. I don't have a job. I have a career. I have a house. Like, I'm pretty pretty forward. And he just was delayed starting, you know, his life. Whereas me, like I went straight, born high school, went straight to college. So it's a little different. And and I knew he was going to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But I was like, hey, I'm at this point in my life And I'm ready for the next step. Um, And he was like, I would like that next step. And I would like it with you, but not right now. Mm. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I don't want to wait. And so that kind of fizzled out. And we talked a little bit as friends for a little bit, but it's definitely fizzled out. I don't, I'm I'm assuming it's fizzled out because I'm assuming he's Partnered with someone and he was monogamous. Well, we both were monogamous, so I'm assuming it's partnered with someone because it just seems a little weird that it fizzled out the way it did. Um, and at the time, I was also partnered with someone a couple of months after that happened, Ooh, uh, and I was like monogamously partnered with someone. I say like five or six months later. Um, so there's that, and then there was another person who like we kind of had something, and we would talk, and we would go on actually on a couple dates. Um, it was like this partnership, nothing that we both knew it wasn't going to be anything long term. Yeah, so something we were having fun with. And then throughout the pandemic, something happened in their personal life. Um, and they were like, yeah, I can't continue like just what we are. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's okay. Um, and then at the same time, I also got monogamous with someone else. So I, you know, around that time I got monogamous with someone else and they were like, yeah, I would still like to do stuff with you, but you're monogamous with something else. And then right after some personal stuff happened with them. And now we haven't talked since, but they comment on my social media.
0: That's, that's what I'm talking about. So like, why are you still talking to me?
1: What you mean? I want them to keep talking to me. Oh, you do. Um Oh. like I like something I want to I want to talk about this I want to be on people's mind I like to know that you're still thinking about me late at night
0: that's you did say that
1: you know I I like that and and this may be toxic <laughs> I like you thinking about me late at night let me know you're thinking about me late at night
0: that's spicy that's not toxic that's you being the spicy one it
1: doesn't mean anything's gonna happen I'm not saying that but you know send me a text and I'm probably asleep but send me a text at 2 a.m and say Jasmine I'm thinking about you and x y and z and you know your smile or whatever it it doesn't have to be sexual it could be just please please for all the people who listen to this (laughs) come on tell me at 2 a.m I'm like I guarantee you I'm probably asleep but I'll re I'll reply the next morning. Girl, I can't. <laughs> me, I don't let
0: me know. That'll that'll stress me out because I'm just like, oh Lord, that that's that sounds like stress to me. I don't want leave leave Ange where she is. You know, it ended, and so it's good. You know, I don't mind someone like so, like say someone I talked to some time ago and you know they check in like hey Ange thought about you hope all is well all right hope all is well with you be blessed that's it like don't be hitting me up at 2 a.m like girl I miss your smile like boy if you don't <laughs>
1: I all right I'm gonna make a confession here okay <laughs> I'm an attention whore Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> <You couldn't> <laughs> but you know that about yourself we love yeah, a self-aware no, queen no, and- that's one of my needs when we're talking about relationships with people and not just sexual or romantic ones. We're talking about relationships. I acknowledge I'm an attention horse, So I'm one of those people, not that you need to text me or call me every day. And I understand we might not be able to main conversation. We both work. We're doing other things, but a very simple throughout the day, Hey, I'm thinking about you will do for me. Like that is, that will do for me. I don't always need and want to hear like, especially, and, and I've noticed for myself, if I don't feel the same way about a person, then I don't really want to hear that. Mm -hmm. So like, if someone's like, I miss you and I don't actually miss them, then I'd rather not. Yeah. Someone I actually miss and I care about. And like, just saying to me like, Hey, I miss you. Or, Hey, I'm thinking about you. That means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And I notice for myself, I tend to get angry at partners when that's not happening and I'm not getting that reciprocal like hey I'm caring about you hey I'm thinking yeah you. just send me one text and I'll be happy like I don't even need to talk to you throughout the day like just let me know hey I'm busy at work and I'm thinking about you and, and it doesn't have to be sexual that's sweet That's sweet. It doesn't have to be sexual just and I'm an attention whore and I acknowledge that like Sounds- I, I am aware of that and that yeah. is my needs
0: somebody that I like I like to be checked on by someone that I like -hmm. But maybe I'm getting checked on a lot by people who I don't want in that way, so that's probably why I'm annoyed. But um, yeah, someone that I desire and I want, and we're together, yes, you definitely check on me throughout the day, like you know. But now I'm thinking about like friends and like maybe just like a sneaky link or someone, or just someone I kick it with occasionally, or like them. I don't gotta talk to you for weeks mm, and the mm-hmm. love is still there like with my friends yeah. and stuff i don't have to talk to my friends every day or every week i can go a month without talking to a friend but they know i love them but that's just the way i am like oh. yeah 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 i know
1: kinda- it's so Absolutely. funny as we're saying this and we're recording this. Someone who I care about and really like and haven't talked to today, and I feel like you know we haven't really been talking as often, like sent me a message It was like, "Sorry, it's been a busy day." I was confused. oh, I'm like yes, yes, that's what I want to hear. Speak about need. me. Think <laughs> about me. That's what that's what I want. And I got you now. You drop you drop one of those on like a Monday, and I'll be good. And I even if I don't hear from you until Thursday, and. And I think that can be problematic, you know, for people who like aren't really interested in anything serious for me, but that is, that's what I like. And that's what I need. That's what you need. Especially Man. if I don't see them every day. So like, yeah, I had, I had a former partner that I was monogamous with during the pandemic. And like, we had a thing every Thursday night was date night, or at least I perceived it as date night. Every Thursday night, they used to come to my house. And I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, And, and it would be simple. And I love the time we spent together. Like we would just sit, eat dinner. I would always make dinner for them. Um, or I would order. I just always provided the food. Mm. Um, maybe a couple of times I didn't, but you know, a handful of times. And we would sit and watch TV. And I loved that. Like, I didn't want anything more than that. You know, let's just sit, watch TV for two hours, have mm. sex. Um, and then like, I was happy. Bye. That was <laughs> that, That's all I needed. And Quality I, time. Yeah. And I think some people will say like, that person should have given you more. That person should have did that. That's and and I think that person did think that they need to give me more. Um, I don't think, I know they said that they were like, I don't feel like I'm doing my part in this partnership. And I was like, I didn't want any more. I just mm-hmm. wanted you and me and TV and Thursday nights. And I was content. And then normally we'd see each other on a Saturday um, as well. But like, I looked, I looked forward to th- Thursday nights. I would be so happy. Yeah. I'd go to work and be like, I can't wait until like six o'clock because they'll be here and it'll be a Thursday night. Oh. I used to more and I used to plan in advance, like what's for dinner, a couple of days in advance. I used to, I loved Thursday nights. That was my that day.
0: is so sweet. And that's what I want with my partner, my person is that like let's hang out in the middle of the week and and spend time with each other. But that's what I want with my person, person, you know, okay. not with like anybody else like a friend or
1: yeah yeah that and that's the need you have you want this with your person and you want that and again I I was happy I was oh. like I was like you don't have to give me anything more and they said that they were like I feel like I'm not contributing and and I was like you don't have to like I am content with this Content,
0: this was, happy. you know
1: and again we would do other things so we went to like um, a festival you know in like September that I love to go to and I go to every year we went to that on a Saturday we we didn't really took they took me out for my for dinner at my favorite restaurant for my birthday but like Thursday nights I I loved it I'm just
0: yeah
1: I love the fact that they would come over they would shower and we would watch tv and that's literally all I wanted I didn't want anything more or anything less Aww. That's but sweet. i couldn't do that during the pandemic with other people because you know corona <laughs> corona yeah coronavirus that's what cardi b said it coronavirus <laughs> she's something else
0: but i love
1: cardi b, love cardi b. she's cute I love her but
0: yeah dating the pandemic it, I, see we both had different experiences like yeah. yeah and the current pandemic how is it for you how's dating
1: now I am a lot more open. I will go out. I'm not going to people's houses, but that's that. That's regardless of the pandemic. Yeah. Or not. I will go out on dates. I will go. I'm also not right now seriously looking for a relationship either. So like going out on dates, going to the bar, my best friend and I go out. Um, early pandemic, I didn't go to movies, but my best friend and I go to the movie theater now. Um, yeah. The so like I feel comfortable being in closed spaces. I, I try to, again, make, if I can make like I'm not getting on a plane um which is crazy like I wouldn't get on a plane now now that masks are not allowed but I went on a trip in Florida um and I felt comfortable and like masks were required and all those things um you wouldn't catch me on a plane now but like I do try to stay away from large groups I feel you if I can avoid it I will and almost everywhere I still wear a mask absolutely
0: I was just about to say that as for me I'm like, every time I'm outside, if I'm going to the grocery store, I'm like the only person in there. Everyone's looking at me funny. I don't care. Grocery store, I'm still wearing my mask. At work, I do get a little comfortable in my office with my office mates. So I I see myself taking my mask off more in there. But when I'm talking to a patient, mask on, you know. Yep on the plane i love to travel i'm double masked up you know on these planes because mm-hmm. i'm not it's too many people i don't know on there i don't know what they're doing yeah but i don't like moving forward they can say you don't have to wear a mask at all like five years down the line no mask i'm still gonna wear mine because i i love it i didn't get i did catch a cold this um this uh winter um, but that was because I was in that office with my office mates. And I'm pretty sure I know exactly sis got me sick. That's how I caught that cold. <laughs> but I'm thinking like now I'm like, now I'm just like moving forward. And the next office that I'm in, I'm going to keep my mask on when I'm around people because I haven't, I wasn't sick. The last time I got sick was in 2019, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I love the mask thing. Like I'm not, that's staying with me forever. Yeah. So um. And I think,
1: again, COVID changes our dating and like, what does dating look like for us? It's different now. It's different. What's Mm going to feel comfortable for you is going to change. And I tell clients that all the time when they're trying to decide, like, should I do this? Should I not? Who am I to tell you that you can or cannot? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's my right. It's what feels most comfortable for you Mm -hmm. and which decision do you want to make?
0: Yeah. So for me, dating is... Actually, I'm not really trying to seriously date right now. I'm trying to seriously work on myself, you know. Okay. So that's where I'm at with it. But when I do decide to jump back into the dating thing, which will be during the pandemic because Corona is still here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, as for me, I'm I'm open for all the dates. Like, let's go out into the community. I'm with you. I'm not going to anyone's home. I'm not bringing no one to my home And when I first meet them, I'm going to have a mask on and ask them if they're if they're vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Before I take my mask off. Like and that's with everything. I I don't walk into any establishment without a mask on. So, like, say they want to go to the movies, you're not going to see the bottom of my face until we get out of there, because unless I'm eating some popcorn or something or, you know, if we go to. A museum or something or whatever. Your girl's gonna have a mask on, so yeah. I'll I'll keep y'all updated. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I think but, that's you
0: know I think that's what it is. Yeah. So that's that's dating in the pandemic. It varies as we see for each other we all do different things but the main thing is just to stay safe you know
1: yes yeah and only
0: do stuff that makes you feel comfortable yes and that's it
1: that's that's literally the most important part
0: that's it yeah. moving on though this, moving
1: on. this topic here
0: is is have you got is, a story for this topic i have a story
1: insecure partners ah, yeah, a Story for this topic
0: I so this person wasn't uh I have an insecure partner sh- like it wasn't a he wasn't my partner but situationship I have those and yeah that yeah for
1: it wasn't a relationship <laughs> it was a so oh, okay so it's like it wasn't a relationship but it was uh it was something
0: we were, okay so like I can't say it wasn't a relationship because I feel like Every bond you have with someone is a some kind of relationship.
1: Yeah. Again, it has to be sexual or romantic, but it is it is a bond of some kind. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we weren't we weren't dating exclusively. Okay. Okay. So a lot of the things that I bring up or I chat about here, I was not dating these people exclusively. So a lot of times, like for y'all to act this way y'all know daggone well <laughs> y'all was talking to other people too like relax yeah um for insecure dang I don't think I have any I don't think anybody I nah I don't really talk to folks who were insecure honestly like I what I realize is the people that I go for they're usually like very loud Minus like two of them, maybe three, but the majority of them, I would say they're very like, they have a personality, they're kind of chatty. Like they like to be the life of the party, you know, where I feel like in those three minus those three. I was like I'm always the one that's more like reserved and kind of laid back but I feel like that's my personality honestly like when I'm out and about with uh with a partner or a potential partner or whatever I'm usually pretty chill like I'm not I'm not wild yams unless I'm with my friends and family members you know other than that I'm pretty chill and observant like what's going on around me you know so, I haven't had any. Who, wait. Yes, I have. Girl, I'm thinking. <laughs> was he insecure? Nah, he was just, he was needy. I can't even call a dude insecure.
1: Okay. okay. So, he was a little needy. You're not making enough time for me. Like, I, could- <laughs> I feel like, so I view insecure partners as someone who can, who assumes like, there's something else going on or maybe they're not good enough or something like that. That's what I view an insecure partner. Um, or like, you're not going to be trustworthy or reliable for whatever it is. So I think my story of my partner. So I had a former partner that I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with. I was pretty like, yes. And yeah, I thought I was like, yes, we're like end game. And I was young and dumb. Um, why did I think we were endgame? I don't know. Not we- you're reading yourself. You was not young and dumb. Don't do that. <laughs> I think, and I think I thought we were endgame because like, I really had some feelings for this person. Um, but I acknowledged that I had a extensive past of not being the best romantic partner. And I, they were aware of that before Mm -hmm. they were aware of my past before, um, meeting me. And they were always worried that I was going to repeat my past with them. And so they would, you know, if they didn't know what I was doing and it wasn't, I don't, it's not abuse. Let me be clear. I do not think it was abusive, but they say things like, you know, who are you with? And I'd be like, I'm with so-and-so. And it's, well, I know you have a crush on someone. Cause I did have another friend who I was sexually attracted to and I had a crush on mm-hmm. and they would be like, well, you have a crush with them and you hung out with them three times this week. Why? Um, and, and they would say things like, I'm worried that you're going to have a thing with them. And To me, and again, it was not abusive, and they were expressing this worry, and they're like, "Yes, this was this was a concern I had," and I said, "Yes, I understand this is a concern, but it it was insecure. They could not trust the fact that, despite my history, that I had been, I had made the decision that I was going to be in a committed relationship with them." Yeah, one of the things that sticks out to me in this relationship is they told me one time, and I. I, to this day, I don't have a clear answer of why they did this. I think they wanted to get a reaction from me, but they told me they were like, they were so worried about me being unfaithful and they would be like, well, I go to work and then people give me compliments and, and I like it. And sometimes I fish for compliments and I, I am okay with my partners getting compliments. Yeah. That's not an issue, baby. Uh, Hmm. Yes. Yes. I'm monogamous, but I also acknowledge that I'm not for lack of a better word strict monogamous um so like you know as long as and I think we set boundaries you know and what is appropriate in our relationship what are we comfortable with here's what I am so like I'm okay with my partners getting you know flirting with other people so yeah it's not in front of me like I'm okay with that and, and I would hope my partner is okay with me doing that. It's okay if they're not, but I would hope they would be comfortable with me doing that. Yeah, because that for me is okay for relationships that I'm in with someone. Like, you know, someone flirts with you, that's nice. If it's something harmless, you take it a little further, that's different, and I'm not okay with it. But I'm okay with some harmless flirting between my partner and someone else. And they said that they were like, you know, people flirt with me and I, you know, you know, want that. And I was like, okay have a you know that's nice and they were like well why doesn't that bother you and I was like I don't not that I don't care but like I don't at the same time yeah no like do what you gotta do have fun you know if you're planning and my thought process was always if you're planning to spend the rest of your life with me I have to trust that you mean that and that you're not going to do anything to jeopardize our forever yeah that was my perspective
0: yeah 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 that was my that was my so now that you're saying um some like your definition of insecure someone I have dealt with people who thought that they weren't good enough for me mm. a couple of dudes actually because they, they would make comments because of like the way I was raised and stuff like that oh that's, and, that's interesting yeah and like them not them being raised differently and like some of the stuff that I had that they didn't have, so they were like, um, "I think that's remember the one I was telling that I mentioned, like, yeah, make more time for me, like you don't make yeah. like that." That was the reason why they were saying that is because I felt like they they thought I was just gonna go to someone who was making more money than them and that was further along in their career and more established. Where it's like. First of all, we both were like in our twenties at the time. So was I really
1: established? No. Like, <laughs> but, how, how established are we in our twenties? Let's Yeah, we. Yeah, that part. Like, but how, um, how established can we be? How
0: like, especially like early twenties? It's just like, yeah, I finished school and I got my little my little job. But am I really doing it like that? No. Yeah. Like I'm I'm scratching yeah. and surviving literally what, like we're 20. What are we doing? What are we doing? So yeah, I, um, I had a couple of situations like that and just, it was a really, honestly, it was a big turnoff for me with someone being insecure because like, I'm talking to you for a reason. So you have to, I feel like you have to believe me when I say like, I like you, I want to talk to you. You got to believe that I'm not out here trying to talk to the whole world. So and I feel like when I get around, I think flirting is fun. Yes. You know, yeah, I, I think it's fun I and harmful. Not harmful, or harmless. <laughs> you said harmful. JK, it is fun and harmless because I, agree. I am totally in agreement. Yeah. So like I'm I'm cool with my partner doing that. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like the way so like, of course I flirted with that person, you know, and that's how we got to where we were at that time. So they probably, oh my gosh, she's doing us with other people, blah, blah, blah. I don't like it. And we eventually just stopped, um, stopped talking Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, in the other situation, the same thing happened. It was just, you know, they kind of felt some type of way because of how I was doing and, um things just fizzled out and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was the reason why because I I believe because of their insecurities you know so
1: it sucks but I don't have time for that I need you to be confident I also wonder how much of being an insecure partner comes from and, and I say this all the time as a trauma therapist, but how much of being an insecure partner is a, us being a product of our environment and a product of trauma? Mm-hmm. So if someone has experienced infidelity, it makes sense that they're going to assume or be cautious of next partners being unfaithful or unfaithful. Yeah. Um, so that makes sense. I'm not I'm not discrediting that, but at what point do you say, I am the insecure partner and I need to be the bigger person and assume that my partner is going to do me right. And your partner should not have to keep doing things over and over again to like prove I'm a good partner and I'm not going to, I'm not going to do anything. Like you need to accept at some point, like you need to trust your partner.
0: That part, I don't got time to, I don't got time to be worrying about what somebody else is doing, you know? And. I don't got time for that. Like you, either with me or you not, and just tell me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, and I don't, I don't, I don't care. And you shouldn't care about me. You should care about me, but you shouldn't. That part, you should feel secure enough in that. That Ange is, is on my side. The yams want me, so mm-hmm. I ain't mm-hmm. got to
1: worry about yams acting up. What I have heard of is, you know, people, especially if we're talking about infidelity, so someone someone engaging in behavior that is not within the boundaries that the two parties set for their relationship Mm -hmm. and remembering that can be different for everyone so I you know boundaries are just going to be different and some couple are going to say you we don't feel comfortable with this happening but we feel comfortable with that and and you know negotiating that Mm -hmm. but I've had some people say like oh like we can prevent these issues if we just invite another party into our relationship and it's like a polyamorous relationship and that is not going to solve your that's not at all that is not going to fix it not at all adding a third or fourth or fifth or however many partners to your relationship is not going to change the fact that you're insecure and so if you're worried you know my partner is going to cheat on me adding another person is not going to change that don't do it it's not don't don't add another person to your relationship for that reason now add (laughs) it for different reasons if you're like I would like to have another partner I would like to do this then that makes sense don't just add it because you're like what let's prevent cheating or let's say cheating happens and then people will sometimes add another partner because of that and they're like well my partner is going to cheat I might as well be comfortable who it's going to be with that is not that is not smart that is not sustainable Mm
0: -mm. and that's not a good reason to do it not at all oh friend people out here really living real goofy i
1: love that i love that I, i might start stealing that and saying that people out here living goofy they are like what like
0: i don't know sometimes i feel like if your partner's insecure or you're the insecure partner you gotta know when to let go like Maybe this ain't maybe this relationship ain't what I need right now. If I'm feeling so insecure, maybe I need to take a break from this and do some self-work. You know what I'm saying? Like
1: I also what comes up to me like as I think about like my previous partnerships with people and I'm thinking romantic and sexual. Yeah. At what point is the insecurity a problem? And and cuz I don't know and i'm not sure i think that being insecure is an immediate red flag or it's bad mm-hmm. i think you can be insecure and be concerned and you know want that but it could be done in a healthy way yeah and and mm. i that's what i think can you know just kind of spitballing this um but at what point do we si- decide okay this is un- unhealthy so again using an example of infidelity you question every single partner, every single person your partner is interacting with. That I think is a problem Mm -hmm. versus you being insecure and you saying to your partner, Hey, because of infidelity, I feel uncomfortable with this. And so can you help me feel more comfortable? Like let's set some rules and guidelines. That's insecurity, but that's not in a healthy way.
0: I wouldn't call that insecurity. Honestly, what would you call that? I would call that person someone who's self-aware and and know and they know what has happened in the past and like other relationships so like maybe that's why they're them being in other relationships where infidelity and things happen cause them to be kind of like uh a little weary of uh other people that they're in relationships with because they're fearful of someone might do what happened in the past so if they don't take it out on you like if they're not hounding you like the first example you gave like thinking everybody is thinking you cheating with everybody Mm -hmm. or and they're like you know what I'm gonna hold you so in the past this has happened so can you do this for me just to kind of ease my mind that per- I don't think that person insecure they're self-aware enough to know like hey this happened to me in the past and I recognize this about myself so since we're together and you want to make it work are you willing to do this for me mm. so
1: yeah that's yeah. how
0: I look at it I don't think that's a bad thing because we've all experienced some something bad yes. in a ship or a relationship with someone who has and that's kind of caused it caused us to look at relationships with people differently in some way or, or another mm-hmm. and us being self-aware enough to know like hey I look at this differently and, and able to communicate this with a new partner that's some grown-up stuff you know uh,
1: yeah yeah so maybe it's not insecurity maybe that is being an adult and expressing your needs yeah, yeah that's what I
0: look at it as. you grown up if you can if you
1: recognize that with yourself
0: I aspire to to get to that point Instead of me just wiling out on somebody, but I'm like, you know what, let me take a step
1: back. Mm, mm -hmm. That's, you grown. (laughs) And it it, it takes takes being an adult and a responsible human being to identify what is going to make you like feel insecure or feel this way. So I think the last person I was monogamous with, um, they really hurt me Mm -hmm. and it's not their first time they did it, but they always did it in the same month. So that month is kind of like a trigger for me there. They hurt me two times. I would actually say they hurt me two times in two different years, but the dates were like three days in between each other. So one time they did it on one day and the next time they, they did it on another three or four days in between each other. And so that month is a trigger for me. Yeah. And so if I were to get in a monogamous relationship with someone again, I would have to tell them this month is a trigger for me Therefore, if you're going to end something with me, please do not do it in this month. Yeah. That is just going to reinforce for me, like, all this insecurity and these fears and it's a trigger like and I can acknowledge that month is a trigger Mm -hmm. conveniently side note that month is also my birthday month so there is that oh my god I know I know. (laughs) my birthday month has been soured for me and Uh. and I working do that but but I will say that to a partner if I I have a monogamous relationship with a partner I would say like listen this month is really hard for me Mm -hmm. if you were to do that it would make it harder so like Can you not do that during that time? You got to end things with me. You got to end things. Don't do it that month. Can you wait? Can you do it the 30 days before that or the 30 days after that month ends? Wait it out for me, please. (laughs) My God. Yeah. I
0: I don't think that's, that's not asking for too much. And that's you being super self-aware enough to be able to communicate that with a partner. So.
1: Yeah. And to say like, this, this is hard for me. Yeah. this a little easier. And I think it's up to the partner to decide, like, are they going to, is this enough for them or is it not? And no one can, no one can tell them if it is or isn't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, ugh.
0: being an adult. Oh,
1: yes. It, it's about being self-aware. I feel like that's the theme. <laughs> being self-aware is,
0: is lit in my opinion a lot of people aren't but for like I praise one of my clients um one of my therapy clients like as we've worked together for some time and over the years I could just see how their self-awareness has Hmm. has grown and like we'll we'll be talking in a session and they stop you know I know this about myself that this isn't that I'm like baby you're self-aware and that's so good like Now we can actually start seeing each other less because you're, you're figuring there. out
1: that yeah, you've learned these skills yeah
0: you're figuring this things these things out without me you know so I love that yeah. I feel like that's one of the big goals for me that's a big goal in, in therapy is to help someone become more self-aware so they can start figuring out these things on their own yeah,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of your clients, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also proud of you as a clinician for helping your client get to that point. Angie Yams, the therapist. The therapist. I be therapy y'all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I am th- very proud of you for that. One thing though, this is like me being super vulnerable in this moment. I'm like, kind of, the, the way that I do therapy, like, you know, therapists, we have therapy words and stuff that we should yes. use, right? Yes. We have therapy jargon and I don't use it often. Oh,
1: okay. I okay. don't.
0: I just, I'm, when I'm in the session, we just chatting it up, boom, boom, boom. I throw a little something at them. I throw a coping mechanism at them, but I don't use a lot of therapy jargon. I just, I am I really am myself all of the time. You know, I'm 100% authentic and... And um, sometimes when I get around other therapists, I'm just like, "Ooh wee, y'all like I don't sound like y'all, you know, I sound like me and I'm just like, sometimes I get a little, I don't know, maybe intimidated. I be feeling some type of way. And when I talk to other therapists, but then when my clients do their thing and just I see them grow. I'm like, yeah, I'm her. I'm doing the therapy thing and I'm doing a good job. So thank you for the praise, girl. I really appreciate it. Cause not talking like a therapist all the time. I'm always like, uh, but you know, you need a little pat on the back every now and then. So, yeah, that's that. That's my, that's my moment. Oh, we'll be having moments on the podcast and things. I love this for us. Ooh. So, yeah, y'all, that's that's insecure partners. Try, if you find yourself with someone who's insecure, pray. <laughs> pray and do other things. But, um, I mean, if it's someone you think you can work through it with, definitely have a sit down with them and, and talk to them about that. Because that's not the wave, you know, that's not the wave at all. So yeah, y'all, that's it. Um, I think that's the episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you all have any questions or concerns, please um hit us up on all the social medias. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, we got a Snapchat, we about to get a TikTok at Yam Talk Podcast. If you have some questions, some concerns, if you want to be a guest on the podcast, like you have some fun stuff that you want to add to it, send us an email or slide in our DMs at yamtalkpodcast at gmail.com. We're open to all that stuff. Y'all just expect big things to come. And these next couple of months and weeks. You have anything to add, Jasmine?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will talk to y'all later. Bye. It's
1: been lit, y'all. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.